0: When you're Almost Famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the Tiny Stage Hour on WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And tonight we have on the Tiny Stage, Ryan Montbleu. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Good evening, John. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for making this work. I've been a, a fan of yours for a very long time, and I've been really trying hard to get you here. So thank you for uh, for coming to the South Shore. My pleasure, man. Thanks for asking. For those who might not be familiar with you, give a quick introduction.
1: Uh, my name is Ryan Montplu. I'm originally from Peabody, Mass, and I've been uh, I've been a full time uh, singer songwriter for 17 years and just touring all around the country. And I live in Burlington, Vermont these days. And uh, I don't know what more can I say.
0: Sounds beautiful up there.
1: Uh, it is. It's been a really nice place, and it's actually uh, yeah. I just bought a house up there, which I can't believe. You know, I'm, a, I'm a, I bought a house being a musician. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's almost like working in radio and buying a house. I know. Do you have a house? No. Oh, well, hey, keep dreaming, John. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll see how, you know, I've only made one, one mortgage payment, so we'll see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah, let me know in a couple of years. Yeah, I will. So, <laughs> how are you uh, surviving through the pandemic? Uh,
1: I've been pretty good, actually, all things considered, personally. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, it's, you know, what, what uh, crazy, humongous shifts we're going through as a, as a, world right now uh but i'm uh, i lucked out personally just timing wise i was i toured pretty heavily through february and i uh, was supposed to have kind of a lighter schedule and you know through march april and may and then uh and so for me it's been you know i, I, I these live streams have been a blessing i've been live streaming from uh first my apartment now my house every week and, um, yeah, my girlfriend and her daughter moved in with me during the quarantine. So this, I've had a lot of big life changes. And, and for me, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm trying to just kind of spread that goodwill and help other people. You know.
0: And I have to thank you, too. I recently joined the committee for Bridgewater Music Alley. And I know you did a very successful fundraiser for them recently.
1: Yeah, we did a live stream for them. Those people are great. I have a, I have a lot of love uh, for Bridgewater. And, um, yeah, I know I have some some, some
0: great friends down there. Fantastic. So, in your opinion, as a, as a full-time touring musician, what are your thoughts on the, the current state of the music business?
1: Well, who knows? You know, it's uh, it's uh, you know, for a guy like it's like I can speak to my own personal you know what's happening with me, and then I, and then to the greater you know uh, industry as a whole, it's really hard to know. I mean, I mean, for me, a guy like you know, I can go around and play solo acoustic, and enough little things are popping up these these safely distanced um, drive-in shows and. There's safe ways to do certain things, and for me, it's enough to keep me afloat. That along with the live streams, and I felt, I'm i a guy who's kind of established myself over the last 17, 20 years, you know, so I have, you know, people who support me, so I'm fortunate. So, so I've been well supported through this. You know, the industry as a whole, who knows, I mean, you know, we knew months ago that pretty much all the major touring in the music business was shut down for the rest of this year at least. Um, Which affects so many, you know, so many people that are techs and working on the crew and drivers and not to mention, you know, musicians and artists and uh, producers, all kinds of stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I think like anything else, it's um, this thing's a marathon. You know, it's going to it's it's not just sort of going to go back to normal, uh, as we know, um, anytime soon. Um, So and it may never. So I don't know. I just hope that, you know. I have faith that, you know, independent musicians and independent venues and, and you know, people just find a way. But it's but the, the thing I, you know, I would hate to see is kind of just this further conglomeration of like only the biggest promoters survive, only the biggest venues survive. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. And I have faith that, you know, people will find a way. I think the live streaming thing has been really interesting now that sort of everybody's on it and doing it. It kind of opens up these new avenues of like, well, how can you present things that way? And then I've been really encouraged by, by venues being sort of wily and changing their game and being like, okay, we could, we could put on a a drive-in show. We could put on something safely here, you know, um, I don't know there, there is a way and people need music more than ever so here we go
0: completely agree yeah. let's hear some music what are we starting off the night with
1: uh good question i never really know what to play i think i'll play one uh, called looking glass this was on my last record all
0: right we have ryan monblue on the tiny stage right here on 95.9 nine WATD.
2: From your looking glass When you came I would have moved your way But then You never would have asked me to We never put each other out We just put each other on And so I keep you on my main toe. Right here inside my looking glass Never far from how I see myself in this Busy people in the burning sand Take a look up from your looking glass When you can I would have given you my last dime Ten silver pennies for to feed you with I'm full of imaginary gifts You call to tell me that I'm not alone You write to show me you can reach my home You mean to tell me that you've known all this time where it is I'm just playing, but busy people in the burning sand take a look up from your looking glass when you came. When you came. Take it when your call comes in i sit and listen to it afterwards I'll call you back when I'm feeling good and done with it Busy people in the burning sand Take a look up from your looking glass When you can Busy people in the burning sand. Take a look up from your looking glass when you can. When you can. Yeah. Ooh.
0: That's great. Ryan Montbleu on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. How did you write that song? Oh, that
1: I wrote a couple of years ago. I was kind of, um, you know, coming out of a breakup, basically, you know, and kind of these, these I guess I have some themes of just kind of some, some lost connections, you know, and, and, and we're all kind of having these sort of... Um, I just feel like in some ways we're missing each other, you know what I mean? And then and then there's a kind of a veiled reference to, like, you know, we're all our heads are just in these looking glasses. I'm just staring at my phone all the time, and we all are, you know, and it's like, and there's the, I don't think the song doesn't have much, you know, it's not a song about despair or anything. It's just like, you know, it's okay, just kind of look up when you can, you know. Um, and I don't know, that was one of those ones that just, you know, sometimes they just kind of buzz out of you, and they take work, but... um uh, but, you know,
0: I got it, I guess. <laughs> how do you compose? Do you write lyrics first, melody first? Take us through the process of, of songwriting for you.
1: Uh, yeah, usually the melody comes first. Usually it's something on guitar um, that I that feels good, and that, and that just kind of comes buzzing through first, and then I I sort of immediately hear melodies. So I can hear kind of what I want to sing, but I, or how I want it to sound, but I don't know what I want to sing. So then the lyrics usually come last. The lyrics are... You know, take the most. They tend to take the most work. Sometimes I'll, I'll get something right away, but more often than not, um, I mean, some of these songs take years for me to write. You know,
0: because um, they're just kind of not ready to come until they come. When do you know that a song is ready to be played live? Uh I mean, I usually
1: want to play the new stuff so much when I'm playing live that I probably play it out before it's ready, even. But, uh, you know, when it, I don't know, you just know. You got that inner compass and you know when a song's complete, you know. And then if it, I will change a lyric. If something bugs me, I, you know, I've had songs I've played out for years and one line just kind of still sticks out and I'm like, <laughs> mm, and I change it. You know, not often, but it happens, you know. So you just got to keep trying to find the truth in the song. I love it. Let's do some more music. We have Ryan Maplu in studio tonight. What are we listening to next? All right, this is called Ships in the Night. This is another one that uh, kind of came buzzing out and has uh, has to do with those uh, kind of missing connections. And uh, I actually wrote this a couple of years ago when I was on the Vineyard, of all places, and I feel like, uh, pardon me, tuning, I feel like... Um, you know, sometimes those really beautiful places are where kind of all the all the all the crap can rise to the surface and your insides. You know, like all the all the stuff you're dealing with and thinking um, has a place to kind of rise up. So that's what kind of happened. I was walking around the vineyard and and this one came out. It took me a couple of days to get it, but I uh, I got
0: it. It's called Ships in the Night. Ryan Montbleu, 95.9 oh. WATD.
2: By before i could bat an eye tequila sunsets and bleak sunrises there's no more long days now no more prize fighting i'll even cut down on the drink and just please no more surprises i see her wave to me covered it from A to z with a look so heavenly that she's no longer giving me Ships pass by outside the window in my room They only know where they've been and where they're going to They pass so mightily, steady in their gaze They pass by each other without so much as a wave Ships in the night, are we convinced we're gonna be Reunited come the day And my brother, how you been? Well, I've been blinded by my own Worries and stories in the sense that I'm alone Heaven zips by a million more ships in the night And a trillion tons of gases from a billion silly asses And I still pray for the masses as we fight the bloody fight For bodies cannot stop these jacked up, gacked up ships in the night And I reach out in the darkness for somebody I might hold I reach out to the cosmos by staring at my phone I reach a state of ecstasy, I return to despair I remain educated, well informed, and unaware But my sister, my sister, I swear that I am good Reach your arms around me and tell me that I'm understood I can't believe the things for which I'm forced to take a stand I can't believe that I'm the problem, not the plan I can't believe that we elected that man Yes, I can, yes, I can Yes, I can, yes, I can Ships in the night, oh, we miss each other entirely From cradle to the grave Without so much as a way In my mind, hey, hey Looks like the sky is falling down No, it's it's my time, it's your time, it's all just coming around. Run up the mountain and hide out while you can There's a storm coming full of lonely, disaffected, angry men And father time knows the way the cancer grows inside of me And, and who will hold my hand when I'm in my final bed When ship's in the night, are oh, we? Ship's in the night miss each other so entirely ships in the night on me someone shine your light on me someone shine your light on me ships in the night on
0: Amazing. Ryan Montbleu, 95.9 WATD. Great tune, man. Thank you, sir. Deep stuff on that one. Thanks, man. I still really feel that one. and uh,
1: Yeah, I think it... Uh, I don't know. I guess it just kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, I have to
0: see if things change in the next couple months
1: we'll see you know the, uh, yeah the way I put it is like I've been saying lately it's like you know do you ever go to a bar drinking with a bunch of people or something and there's a big group of you and 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 just as the night goes on one one guy just gets so belligerently drunk and he's just spitting all over the place he's starting fights he's yelling at people he's just angry he's completely in everybody's face and he's supposed to drive and so he has the keys and he's like oh, I'm not giving up the keys and he's just fighting everyone and he threw up at the bar and he's just a complete catastrophe and he thinks he's Driving, and and then there's another guy that's like been drinking a bit, but you're like, we have to get home. Something has to happen. No one should ever drink and drive. But man, this guy is definitely not driving. And then you know, so we have an election coming up in November, and that's. I'll just leave
0: that there. Yes, exactly. Yep. I feel you, man. <laughs> Ryan Montplu on 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break. We have a lot more music to get to though, so stay tuned. 95.9 WATD. It's almost famous.
2: We're your radio station,
0: the South Shores 95.9 W.A.T.D. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Introducing you to independent band and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shay. Tonight being joined by Ryan Montbleu. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. It's a pleasure to be here and get to play music for people. I know. I know the feeling, <laughs> I mean, man. You know, you're you're an independent musician. You know, this is an independent radio station. So I think, you know, the the world needs independent people, musicians, businesses to stay strong. Absolutely, man. I could not agree more. And I'm proud to, you know, to have
1: come this far and been an independent musician. You know,
0: you've been touring for what, 17 years now?
1: Uh, yeah, full time since 2003. And then I was doing it for, you know, four years before that.
0: What made you want to become a full time touring musician? But,
1: I don't. You know, it's a good question. It's it's not like a sort of a rational decision. Where you're like, oh, this. Is you know, like I don't know. I I I um I got out of college in 1999, and I went to Villanova University, and I had gone in a chemical engineering major, and then I came out an English major, and uh and it just was really transformative. Something happened in those years where I was able to. I'm just feel so lucky that I got to go to college and and sort of find myself there and really get an education in what became my career. Cause I was just playing tons of guitar for the first time ever. The bug really bit me and I got really depressed and I was just writing and poetry and crying and just, just like it was a really deep time. And then I started to sing my last semester of, of senior year of college. I just, I had this voice in my head that I never really let out to myself even, um, and I started to in the car slowly in college. And then um, so then when I was graduating, everyone, you know, at, when you graduate, people go, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's what people ask. And so um, I was like, well, I'm there was just, you know, I was I'm playing guitar. I'm writing a ton and studying all this poetry. And now I'm singing. I was like, I think I want to make music, you know. And my parents were like, what? <laughs> then, so I went back to Peabody and lived with them for four years, you know, to figure it out and got a job at the old House of Blues in Harvard Square, and worked there for a while just to see like what went on at a music club where live music was going on seven days a week and, and just play and then it was like I knew at that point I was like I'm. this is what I'm doing I don't know I can't really explain it any more than that it was just like it was like I got shot out of a cannon and I just when I think back to like the crazy amount of work and just all stuff we did over the last you know 20 years or whatever I mean I had the same band on the road for 10 years straight with a van and trailer doing 200 shows a year and I mean, before that, I was playing anywhere at sports bars. I played the TGI Fridays in Danvers. I played in Starbucks. I played in the street in Harvard <laughs> Square. I, you know, I would take anything I could get. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: I just was sure that this was, this was what I was supposed to do. I was talking to a musician buddy of mine at a bar before the whole pandemic thing. And he was saying that the musician is really the only career choice where people will ask you, do you have a backup plan? Like, if, oh, yeah. you, if you'd say, you know, yeah. I, when I graduate, I want to be a lawyer, a doctor, a, a, totally. a teacher, nobody's going to say to you, what's your backup plan? Yeah. As soon as you say, I want to be a musician, they're going to say, well, what are you going to do for your backup plan?
1: Totally, man. It's funny. I have two things about that. I've, uh, what, uh, oh, I just listened to an interview with Kathleen Edwards, and, you know, she's like, uh, you know, just a you know kind of world famous musician, and and uh, but she she you know she quit and opened a coffee shop in Canada like several <laughs> years ago, and then now she's back making music, and it's funny like music is her is her backup job like she's making way more money in making yeah. music than she was doing the coffee shop, so that's her backup. But I remember there was a time years ago when I was. Uh, uh, you know my ex-girlfriend's from from Bridgewater and I'm still close with her family and stuff, but I remember th- her parents came to see me play. We were opening for somebody at My the, favorite
0: uh, radio personality by the way. Yeah,
1: Jess Fan, she's amazing. Um, so we I was playing, I was opening up for somebody. I think maybe Max Creek or something. I was opening for somebody at the at Lupos at the Strand in Providence and her parents came. At the time my girlfriend's parents came and they brought their friends. And I was playing and we're at this like big theater, you know, there's there's a lot of people there. It's not a small show, you know, and they were just like, oh, he's very good. What does he do? You know, like asking like <laughs> what it is that I actually do. And they were like, no, no, this like this is it, you know? Yeah, it's funny. I, at that time, I knew people were like, why don't you just work a day job and then you can do the music at night? And I just I knew that that was not feasible. Like it would just suck so much of my energy to, to do that. And I just had to kind of go full in with this thing.
0: Fun uh, fact, to the guy coming on after me tonight, Mike Joshua, who does the Overnight Americana Rama show, he produced Kathleen Edwards' Back to You video. Wow. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it all comes back to Kathy. It does. Hattie. She's great, <laughs> she and then she got right, signed
1: to Rounder. You know, that yeah. was like the big thing, and, and local uh, label. I got passed by Rounder years ago. You know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I big guess. mistake on their part. But, oh yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Like I'm just, you know, it's. I'm so proud to be an independent musician, but it's not like I had tons of other options. You know what I mean? It's I know not, what you mean. It's not because I'm so fiercely independent. It's like I never really got the deal put in front of my face to do it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I try not to think too deeply about that. You know, it's
0: kind of like me with radio. It's like I really didn't have any other choice. Yeah, you had to do it.
1: <laughs> right Let's well,
0: uh, hear some more music. What are we doing next?
1: Uh, sure. This is. I put out a record, in uh,
0: 2016, called uh, "I Was Just Leaving," and this is the title track from that record. <laughs> All right, Ryan Montbleu, 95.9 WATD. Before we play the song, too, share your website and any social media links. Oh yeah, my name's Ryan Montbleu, um, R Y A N.
1: My last name is M O N T B L E A U, Montbleau. Montblue. And uh, you can find me anywhere. I'm pretty. I have a website. I have Facebook. I'm all over social media. Um, but if you just look up Ryan Montbleau, uh, you should be able to find me. I'm on Spotify. I'm kind of wherever you
0: listen to music. Awesome. Let's see the two man. <laughs>
2: Up, and the sun went down I'm looking for reasons in my head again where are you now where you've always been far from where I am did I keep you there or did you run? Was it what I didn't do, or was it what I done? I've been hanging out alone, living on my own, just breathing. My heart's with you. Thought we tried to build a home. Turns out I was wrong I was just leaving Leaving like I do Leaving like I do Like I do The words came out And they fell you the flow. I'd pray to the heavens they'd go back in again Such a simple solution Turn back around Little bit of sugar and we're good again Did I talk too much or not at all? Something must be wrong with my head, cause I can't recall. And I've been hanging out alone, living on my own, just breathing. My heart's with you. Thought we tried to find a home. Turns out I was wrong. I was just leaving, leaving
0: like I do, leaving like I do, like I do. Amazing. Ryan Montbleu on 95.9 WATD. Talk about how you wrote that song.
1: That one was interesting. You know, I said, like, mo- a lot of them take years, you know. That one did not. That was one of the few I got really lucky with. Um, it's a weird story. I had a, <laughs> I had a dream. Uh, uh, I've been waiting for years to get a song in a dream. You know, you hear the like Keith Richards got like satisfaction in a dream and he woke up and just recorded it. And then he had it, you know, so I'm like, man, some, so I've been ready for years. I got my recorder next to the bed or my notebook or my phone or something. And I would just and i have so many times like woken up from a dream and I've recorded something. And in the, in the morning I wake up and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hear it. And it's always crap. <laughs> and I just like never got it. And so I finally I got this one. I had this dream. This is like, you know, years after doing this, I, I, uh, I was, I was like with a couple friends and we were supposed to be, we had to get into this house through a window for some reason. I don't know. We we're outside. And then on, as if on speakers, like in the atmosphere, I started hearing this song and it was the, and it was that chorus basically, although I didn't know quite what the words were and it was Brian Adams singing it. And <laughs> I don't know. Like, cause that's what you would hear in a CBS or something. I don't know. And, um, But anyway, cut to, like, and I was, like, in the dream, I was, like, that's a good chorus, and I, like, took out my pencil, and then I woke up, and I was, like, that was a good chorus, and I took out my phone and recorded it. And then, so, cut to a few months later, I was working on the song. I was trying to finish up the songs that would become uh, this I Was Just Leaving record, and I was writing every day to kind of, because I knew I had this, I I made that record in New Orleans, and Anders Osborne produced it, and we had the studio time coming up and booked, and and i had all these songs that they weren't finished which is usually the case so i was working on them every day and just spending like dedicated hours every day to writing which i don't usually do and um, and then i was kind of beating my head against the wall not getting anywhere with a lot of these songs and i took a break and then when i took a break that the idea from that chorus from that weird dream came popped into my head and then I just started and then I just, boom, like wrote the verses like right. out. It took me like, I don't even know, like no time. I just basically wrote the verses right out and um, yeah, just kind of got one. You know, I just got lucky, I guess.
0: Love that. Yeah. I know you mentioned earlier that you're living in Vermont now. How do you, when there's not a pandemic, how do you think that the Vermont music scene compares to your time in Massachusetts?
1: Um, that's a good question. I, for me, the music scene is like, like my music scene is touring all over. So it's kind of everywhere. So I'm used to just kind of driving around everywhere, especially in the Northeast and and the country in general. So, um, but it is, I don't know. I live in Burlington, Vermont. It is smaller, you know, that's a city of 42,000 people. It kind of feels bigger than that, but it's really small, you know? Um, so you know, you can, but it's got a sort of a graspable community. You know, it's like a really nice community, and I know some great musicians up there, and and just great artists. And um, but you know, it is smaller, um, so I, it's weird for me. Massachusetts will always be home, you know. Like, but um, but I, I really I really do enjoy living in Vermont. Uh, but it's also got you know, it's funny. It's like the I mean, you know, some of the fish guys are still around, and I've rehearsed and. Um, you know, we were rehearsing in Mike Gordon from Fish's, like, old house that he still rents out and has a studio <laughs> in and stuff like that. Like, those guys are around, and that, that influence is there. And, like, the Twiddle guys are up there, and they opened a bar in Burlington. and So there's kind of, like, a cool, I think, like, sort of jam band kind of tradition up there. Uh, but there's also a lot of Roots music, lots of everything, you know. I think you can, it, these days, it just seems like you can kind of find just about anything, just about anywhere, you know. You just got to find it.
0: You just got to look for it. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's hear some more music. What are we listening to next? Ryan Mumple uh, on the Tiny Stage tonight.
1: Thanks, John. This is uh, it's called Bright
0: Side. All right. Love this tune.
2: About the day I was born Always headed for a bright light Wondering what it might have in store Through the dark of the dead end roads And the people who are not what they seem Left myself alone again with me And I was looking for a bright side Mama, when you took me in You set me down slow All my nerves, ease my mind, then you hit me with the heat, then you show me what the real thing is. Bright lights are blinding, and I need a reminder that my light shines brightest when I see the bright side of you. In those crazy days Hung around long enough to peek Out of the shade without changing my ways I'm a champion, a prize fight lover And I'm covered up with wounds from the war But I'm yours if you want me I'm yours And I was looking for a bright side Mama, when you took me in You set me down slow Calm my nerves, ease my mind. Then you hit me with the healing. You show me what the real thing is. Bright lights are blinding. And I need a reminder. The my light shines brightest when I see the bright side of you. The bright side of you, yeah. See the bright side of you The bright side when i see the bright side of you The bright side of you Yeah When i see the bright side of you The bright side of you
0: Ryan Montblou on our tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Talk about how you wrote that one. Oh, that
1: one. I was in New Orleans. I was uh, was down there for Jazz Fest a few years back. And uh, that was another one of those ones where um, it just, it's hard. I guess, I don't know, it's hard to describe the feeling if you've never had it. But I'm sure people have when they really create something. It's like it just buzzes through you. Like I had the, the, the idea for that song came and I could just hear it, I could hear the melody. And it was all I could think about for like two days straight. I could not stop. And and when I'm writing, I usually just play what feels good. And for some reason, that felt good at that time. And I would just start singing gibberish. And I didn't know, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so I started sketching out some words. And then my buddy, Chris Jacobs, uh, who's a great uh, singer-songwriter out of Baltimore, Maryland, uh, used to have a band called The Bridge. And he's still just a tremendous, uh, you know, touring singer songwriter he's really like a peer with me we just have had similar kind of timelines and and a lot of respect for each other and and uh, he he was in new orleans too so i was like why don't you come over here to this house i was staying at and i was like just let's try to you know work on a tune and so i had that and he helped and like and i had a lot of the verses written i think and stuff but he had some ideas for qu- he was like you need a chorus and i was like what you know <laughs> and then so it was his i uh, usually i need that because i like writing verses and then i kind of walk away Um, And he was like, nah, it needs a chorus. So he kind of pushed me to write a chorus, and he came up with some chords and helped me. And so it was like, you know, uh, it just helped me kind of put the thing together. Sweet. And then for me, there was a small breakthrough of like saying, my light shines brightest when I see the bright side of you. Because so much of what I write is about me and I. And and that's fine, but the, for me, and he was like, I don't know, I don't think that's much of a line. He wasn't really into it, but for me, I knew it was kind of like that was the line that needed to be said. And I don't know, I mean, for me, it was kind of
0: just a, a sort of a big deal to finally turn it around and say, you know, to talk about you. Do you have any songs that are too personal to share live or share with people
1: uh, no, only ones that aren't finished, you know what I mean? Like, if it's not if it's not ready, I kind of shouldn't be just kind of fudging it and, and playing it as much as I want to. Um, I don't think it's sort of, you know, I don't want to waste anybody's time or kind of lead them down a path that I can't get them out of, you know, if the song's not finished or something. That's the only thing. But other than, beyond that, you know, I'm trying to be personal. I'm trying to share myself, whatever that means. I mean, I'm trying to find the truth in the song, but that often means sharing a lot of myself and and. Um, you know that, that kind of vulnerability is what we're supposed to be doing as, as songwriters did
0: so. it take you a while to build up to that uh, I think yeah I
1: mean like well it's in different ways like when I was in college even just opening up my singing voice to myself was a was a issue that took a long time I was 21 before I started singing because I just couldn't And I was, and I remember being in middle school and hearing this voice in my head and wishing I could do it. And for some reason, it just didn't translate. It wasn't possible. And then it, it wasn't until it was. And even that was just kind of scary. Like a voice is a really scary thing, kind of like when you hear yourself on a voice memo or something, you're like, that's not what I sound like because your voice resonates in your head. You know, it's a different, we have a different relationship with it. So a singing voice is this whole other thing. So once I got used to that, then it was like, yeah, then I don't know. I think initially when I when I knew I really wanted to do this, there was probably some cockiness in the beginning of like I'm the I'm great because you find the thing that you can do, and of course you're not that great, but you think you are because you, you what you're hearing is your potential. Well, you are great. Well, thanks, man. It took me 20 years. I'm doing all right. No, no, I I appreciate it, man. i you know, but I think like uh, I've so I've always wanted to open up to people and say what's going on, and I think but I think the art of finding the truth in a song and sort of allowing people to walk into like the painting of a song and feel those things that that's something that i think i've gotten better at
0: very cool we have ryan Montplu on the tiny stage tonight i think we have time for two more songs so what are we doing next mm. well
1: uh any requests or i can do i don't know i was gonna do 75 and something. i was just gonna say that song it's oh, one okay. of my favorites Look at that. i'm also a mind reader song many years ago and one of the worst hangovers of my life. It was easily the top 80 to 100 hangovers of my life. Really bad.
2: I'd had a bad night. I mean, a night so bad I thought I was king of the world. And I drank till daylight. I mean, I never stopped once until my hands finally fell. And I fought my daytime self with a mighty dose of, hey, look at nighttime me. And I never do win that battle, but I fight it over and over and over and over, it seems. And I saw an old man smiling on a park bench, feeding the pigeons. My head was spinning, and as my young body ached, I wished for an old man's vision. And I watched the way he moved, slow, serene, and lucky to be alive. Thought to myself, I'm never going to make it that far. Too many more nights like last night. And I'd rather be 75 and sunny than acting like I'm 17 and freezing again. I'd rather be up early in the morning than up late at night again erasing memories of where I've been to be through at 52 someday stone-faced and bleary-eyed You better believe I'm living for the moment but my moment's growing bigger by and by And I got a best friend She don't drink or smoke like I've been known to on occasion And She's got religion She's a one-woman dynamo and lights up every room she goes to She says the light that's there won't go nowhere, no way She don't spend every second smiling But she's learning something exciting every day She'd rather be 75 and sunny Than 29 with a chance of showers all the time She'd rather be old as dirt Than new as any $9 bottle of wine want to be thought at 35 Mama Stone with her back to the wind You better believe she's living for the moment But her moment is the whole damn thing And I see these spin kids Play a lot of hippie festivals, you know, usually And I see these spin kids Double wide-eyed rolling and rolling and tumbling they're roaming in inches, taking the high dive approach and screaming towards the water. Their hearts race a million miles as they buy another smile from a jar. Their bodies are screaming for the water, you know, and I just hope they can make it that far. I hope they're 75 and sunny, not 29 with a chance of flurries all the time. I hope we're all old as dirt. Not new as every $25 ride that we try. Or to be thought at 35, i on a stone with our backs to the wind. You better believe I'm living for the moment, but my moment sons the whole damn thing. And I say I'd rather be 75, or well, how nice, how easy for me to say. Never broken a bone in my life Let alone had my heart or a hip replaced And I keep this furious pace And I still feel so good and strong And I do get tempted for a taste Just a taste To keep me going, 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 going Gone But I got a notion everything I've learned has been coming around And my devotion to the new thing And the next thing And the hip thing is slowing down And I've got a light in here Won't go nowhere, no way And I don't spend every second smiling But I'm excited for every day Because I'd rather be 75 and sunny than 39 with a chance of showers all the time I'd rather be old and in the way Than this year's new kid running for my life Or to be through it 52 someday Stone-faced and bleary eye You better believe I'm living for the moment but my moment Better believe I'm living for the moment but these moments You better believe I'm living for the moment But my moment's growing bigger By and by By and by By and by Oh, by and by
0: Ryan Montblue, 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage We are up against our final break. I think we have time for one more song. Does that work for you? That works for me, Dan. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD, back with more after this.
1: The South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD.
0: Welcome back to the tiny stage here on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, I'm John Shea, and we are being joined in studio tonight by Ryan Montbleu. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thankful to just be here, man. Thank you for making the trip down to the South Shore. We really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Good to be back in Massachusetts. Always home here in Mass. And uh, yeah, just, just, you know, just thankful to be able, I keep saying it, but just to be able to play music and have people listening to it, it's like, you know, this pandemic's making us not take anything for granted anymore. And it's like,
0: God, I'm thankful to do this. I completely agree. Introduce yourself one last time. Uh, my name
1: is Ryan Montblew. I'm a Gemini. I enjoy long walks on the beach. No, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, my name is uh, Ryan Montblou. I'm from um, Peabody, Mass, and uh, live up in Burlington, Vermont these days, and I'm a nationally touring singer-songwriter.
0: And uh, share with us your website, social media, anything like that.
1: Uh, my name is Ryan Montbleau, R-Y-A-N-M-O-N-T-B-L-E-A-U. And you can find me at com, And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and way too many social media things, which I'm on all the time. And, I'm, and Spotify and iTunes and Amazon, anywhere you find music, look up Ryan Montbleau and you'll find me.
0: Awesome. We have time for one last song before we wrap things up and pass the mic over to Mike Joshua with Americana Rama. What are we going up to 10 o'clock with?
1: Uh, I was gonna give. It, I was gonna do a new one. This is gonna be on the next record. It's not really out yet. Here I go playing the the, the stuff that's not ready. But, but, uh, but this song is
0: called Perfect. All right, Ryan Montblou, Thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, man.
2: As far as I can tell, you're perfect, and there's no such thing as perfect. It's okay, you're not perfect, but still. Men are supposed to be strong. And women are supposed to be perfect And you're perfect As far as I can tell And I know you shine a different kind of light When you're not around all of these strangers When the sun goes down and the moon is at its brightest I know how an attitude changes Believe me, I do Still, I thank you I think you're perfect, and I know you're not perfect, and that's what's perfect about you. I need to get to the gym so I can get strong, so I can meet a lady who's luscious and long, and we can take pictures by the sea while the red sun sets so perfectly. But I look into the mirror now, and what looks back? five foot nothing with 40 ounce abs I'll do my work but it might take long and I can act like a jerk when I don't feel strong and I know I feel a different kind of right when I ease up on expectations when I'm in my underwear by refrigerator light and I forget about all of my graces oh I'm a sight to see And I gotta work on my core And I sort of dribble when I pee And apparently I snore But I'm perfect And I know I'm not perfect And that's what's perfect about me perfect messed me up I'm not gonna lie for so long I just beat myself up and held myself to where I never could be and it took a good shrink to point it out to me and he helped me with my head and he helped me with my sight and I'll tell you what he said that turned on my light he said if things don't have to be perfect it's a lot easier for them to be right I know we shine a different kind of light When we realize we're not in danger Do your work, try to get it right But take it as an education We're all still in school Sit up straight and try not to drool Cause you're perfect And I know you're not perfect And that's what's perfect perfect about you Cause you're perfect And no you're not perfect And that's what's perfect about you